Every born-again Christian who has followed closely on the heels of Jesus Christ knows that this election that is before us now is not about President Trump's character or health care or foreign trade or even abortion, gay marriage or Antifa and the BLM. There has been a thread weaving its way through America for a half a century that is propelling us toward the ultimate contest between a one-world government and the government of the universe, which is the kingdom of God. Deep within our hearts, we hear the sounds of the Roman cross as it rises up to take this world into the government of the Antichrist, where again, Christians will be openly persecuted. Life Journeys with Pastor Hartiga is always about making divine sense out of what seems like merely earthly problems. Some are overwhelmed with it all and don't want to talk about it. However, today would be a good day to see a glimpse of how heaven is defining times, like the year that we're living in. Marxism, socialism, and ultimately communism is being nurtured by the far left to a place where the chaos, violence, accusations, and corruptions that are deceiving millions of Americans into thinking that big government is the answer to the power of sin, hatred between races, lust for the same sex, and for the abuse of children. Families that have been broken by racism, crime, that has been fueled by poverty. These are all being seductively encouraged as the media blames the current administration for the depths of public despair and disillusionment that the far left has purposely fostered. Thirty-five years ago, as I entered a political grassroots arena of precinct caucuses and talked about secular humanism, the World Constitution and Parliament Association, the Council on Foreign Relations, the Bildenbergers, and other organizations plotting for a one-world government, people looked at me like a deer in headlights. I began to warn people about how the seeds of one-world government were already being seen. The world wasn't able to establish it because the United States stood in its way. I said that America would need to fall from its place of restraint before that could happen. Now, 35 years later, we see the forces working in the darkness that are coming out of the closet. They are luring those in poverty, those living in crime, and lack of opportunity to accept big government as their meal ticket to prosperity. The result will be the destruction of America's ability to stand in the way. All of my ministry life, I have seen it from the elements of the scriptures, and when this nation no longer can stand in the way, it will come. The Bible declares it will be so. Today, Christians are casting their votes not according to economics, socialism's equality of outcome, no matter what, or how the far left is deceiving people into becoming slaves of big government. They are casting their votes for something far more important, and it's not about political hysteria at all. My point today is not about how to forever stop this inevitable battle, but to understand how to be on the right side of eternity when God allows this nation one day to fall. 
Today, I see Christians who will be devastated if Donald Trump doesn't win the election because they're putting too much hope in him. I see others who are so scared that he will win that they will do absolutely anything that they can to stop him. Listen, God won't let that stand. He will not share his glory with another. So I'm going to turn to the book of Revelation to set the stage for the cues that we need to take seriously. Before John is shown the four horsemen of the apocalypse and how they will ride and destroy major populations of the world with a tribulation that is so destructive that it'll make the world wars one and two look like the battle for Seattle. But before this happens, God shows John a vision of heaven. He is called to see what heaven looks like when hell is breaking loose on the earth. This vision is the core of God's definition of what men call the end of the world as we know it. The earth is in a contest with the glory of God, and John wants us to learn to define the day of the Lord with all of its terror and destruction that leads to a very short-lived one-world government as the ultimate act of God to take back His creation. Bible says, And around about the throne were four and twenty seats, and upon the seats I saw four and twenty elders sitting, clothed in white raiment, and they had on their heads crowns of gold. And out of the throne proceeded lightnings and thunderings and voices, and there were seven lamps of fire burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. And before the throne there was a sea of glass like unto crystal, and in the midst of the throne and around about the throne were four beasts full of eyes before and behind. We see here John's vision of the apostles, eleven of whom have been martyred for their faith. They had doubtless fled to safety many times, barely escaping, knowing a violent death faced them, yet preaching with the courage of any of our generation's greatest war heroes. They entered heaven with heavy battle scars, leaving families in tears and as targets of the devil's revenge. Now, here they sit as a testament to all who would dare to live courageously for Jesus, not loving their lives unto death. These apostles, along with the twelve tribes of Israel represented, are the fulfillment of Jesus' words to the last church, the lukewarm ones. Here is what I promised you. These faithful, the remnant, are those who will superintend the battles of the last days. Their worship will be the ruling force in what is about to fill the earth as God takes His creation back. And men who will overcome must know that God's glory and triumph and majesty is what defines these days. And it is His honor in 2020 that will alone make the difference. Don't concern yourself with the announcements of the media and the voices of enemy armies roaming the streets in the name of Antifa. The sounds of the throne in full majesty are behind the rushing forward of this world's evil, and that glory is about to overcome the world. This present shaking is only permitted by heaven and is done so that the lines may be clearly drawn, not in the sand, but clearly defined right before our eyes. See this ominous, majestic, and powerful scene. 
thunder and lightning mingled with fire proceeding before the throne. This is not about socialism here in America. This is about bringing the earth face to face with the glory of this scene that is before John. It is going to be terrible in the earthly sense. It will be filled with the rage of the devil's worst. There will be a clash with forces that are filthy beyond imagination. Cunning, deception, powerful beyond number, and defeated. Church, get the vision of this. Today is only a little tribulation training to teach you to stand strong in Christ. I'm not saying that this vision will be filled this year or the beginning of next year, but it is a great understanding of what the Bible says is coming. Oh, President Trump will most likely win the election. Things will get worse for a while because big victories mean big battles. But this is not a liberal versus conservative fight. There will most likely be a revival of Christian life, the likes of which we have never seen. But it won't come without a price. Christian, pay that price. Your life is the price it requires, and God's life is the reward that it brings. Life Journeys is Pastor Hardika's call to see heaven's view of earth's hard times. Further podcasts will detail much more about John's revelation so that we can know beforehand just what to expect and how to navigate the season in front of us. Today would be a good day to begin preparing for your greatest day.